You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We are not going to do everything great. If we did everything great, we would be not artists. I think that so much of our best work comes from learning what we can learn from the things that we do badly uh, and taking that forward and improving those to get something that's really, really great and exemplary, not just something that's good. Um, so it's, yeah, a lot of, a lot, a lot of swings mostly mostly misses but to not really misses because i learned something about my process and about my writing each time that i didn't know before so that way when i get to that one that just comes out as a hit it's not out of the blue it's no this was 15 songs in the making this was a month of of learning to get to this really really good really really great moment Hey, what's going on? Welcome to Built for the Stage podcast. This is Joe Roscoe, founder of Built for the Stage, Broadway's number one fitness platform. If you haven't tried a free trial yet, go to the website builtforthestage.com and you can be on your way with seven days working one-on-one with your own Broadway fitness coach via an app. Special thanks to our producing team, the Broadway Podcast Network. You can check them at bpn.fm. All right. As always, super excited for this episode today. Um, we're getting close to the opening um, of Broadway, and one of the first shows uh, that will be opening back up is none, none other than Aladdin. And uh, we have actually one of the genie standbys joining us, and among other things, uh, just badass superstar uh, mus- musician, vocalist. So please welcome to the podcast, Juwan Crawley. Hi, Juwan. Hi, how are you? Thank you so much for uh, joining us. I'm already having a super good, super good time with you before we even press record. So it's been a pleasure to already meet you and uh, chat it up a bit. That feeling is very mutual. <laughs> All right. So let's jump into some exciting stuff that you have going on with uh, some personal uh, projects in the music industry that you've been working on. Um, during the pandemic, you you got to sing and you got to write and you got to put in some stuff down um, in a recording studio. So tell us a little bit about what you've been up to uh, while Broadway's been on hold. So I, um, I've always, I've always done 
music. I think I was on my first album when I was like nine. Um, and my family wanted me to study musical theater because that was a very clear path to having like an actual income based around music. Um, and I really, really loved theater. I, I still do. Um, so it was like, oh yeah, let me do that. But the whole time, I've, I've always felt like like I'm doing the theater, but I'm also secretly doing my music, but not so secretly. Um, and I think at first the theater thing started with my family because they're like, oh, him becoming an international pop star is way less likely than him going on Broadway. So let's get him something, you know, relatively realistic so he can actually do it. Um, but even when I was in Aladdin, I think my first EP I did came out in 2019. And I wrote that during the time at Aladdin. And I found that it was great. It was really good. It's a really, really good project. But I needed, um, I was like, oh my gosh, I need time to just like be in a room, not worry about whether I'm doing the show or not, not worry about anything except for my music and like sit down and learn my voice, my style, my writing as an adult, like my writing beyond trauma, like what I want to actually talk about moving forward. And as crazy as it as it was, that's literally what the pandemic was. It's just like time alone in my room. So at the start of the pandemic, I bought everything I could ever want for a music studio. I was very fortunate to be able to do that. And my producers like worked with me on Zoom, teaching me how to self-produce and showing me the way around the like the the tech and the dolls and stuff. And I wrote a bunch of songs um and right before the shutdown actually like i want to say maybe the first week of march i officially got signed to a music manager and a counselor um and he was on the teams of the people who discovered and created like britney spears lady gaga and saint justin timberlake um so i'm very very very, very excited to be working with him. It was kind of crazy because it, I hate that it worked out. I mean, obviously I'm sad because like people have no work, people have literally died. Um, it's kind of one of the most traumatic experiences for all of us on the planet, but I am really grateful for the kind of uh, alignment of me getting signed to this music manager who is absolutely incredible. And then him challenging me in my writing me having access to my producers in a way that I haven't before because they were also available. Um, and then frankly, me just having months and months and months of alone time to sit and learn and write 15 bad songs and then one really good one and then 30 bad songs and then another really great one. Like it's been for my, um, for my music career a really, really beautiful uh, time, kind of in spite of all the craziness that's been going on relentlessly. Let's get into that. Oh, I'm so, oh, we, you know, we kind of did a little preface before the recording about maybe some stuff we talk about, but you just said I'd put out 15 bad stuff and then one good one or 30 bad things and then one good one. Talk, talk to oh. us about. Talk to us about that because that's so important 
uh, as performers, either auditioning or it's so important as just living life in general. But I love to just say like, you just have to keep stepping up to the plate and keep swinging. And how, how do you do that? How do you stay mentally, you know, progressing forward in, in spite of maybe having small setbacks? Well, I think that one thing I, I, um, I find is that, or at least for me, I try to keep my, my process super, super private. And I, I find that to be really helpful. Like, because, you know, at least for me, I want to share with the world my best foot, like my best going, you know, my best foot forward. So whether I'm working on auditions or, or my songs, for example, like over this pandemic, I've probably written 220 songs, but you guys will only ever hear 10 of them because the other, the other 240 were for me. That was what I needed to like go through to learn, to learn my habits, uh, to make sure that there were choices, not just habits. Um, I needed to learn the patterns that I was doing, which ones are working, which ones needed to break, which ones I stole, which ones came from me. Um, and I think that at least for me, part of consistently moving forward, is not really ever looking to the side or to other people. Um, and that, at least for me, again, the culture of like, prematurely sharing everything I do makes me want to look at other people's stuff, which in turn distracts me from actually continuing on and growing. And I also think like the reality is that we are not going to do everything great. If we did everything great, we would be not artists. I think that so much of our best work comes from learning what we can learn from the things that we do badly. Uh, and taking that forward and improving those to get something that's really, really great and exemplary, not just something that's good. Um, so it's, yeah, a lot of, a lot, a lot of swings, mostly, mostly misses, but they're not really misses because I learned something about my process and about my writing each time that I didn't know before. So that way, when I get to that one that just comes out as a hit, it's not out of the blue. It's no, this was 15 songs in the making. This was a month of, of learning to get to this really, really good, really, really great moment. And that's how I live my life as a, at least as a writer and as a vocalist. Uh, and I try to do all the work in private. So that way, when I share it with the public, it's really, really exemplary. Mm. Okay, everyone. I'm sorry. I I, uh, I misintroduced this podcast. You're actually listening to a TED talk from Juwan. So <laughs> let's <laughs> we're just gonna we're just gonna put those uh, last two minutes in a quote book right there because yeah, there's a lot of gold there. A lot of gold. Um, I love that. So thank you for sharing. Um, last thing about your uh, your music and the recording side of things and the writing side of things. With the writing, you're not going to always, I'm, I'm assuming, you're not going to always wake up and be inspired to write. But how you have just said, you write a lot. You put a lot of stuff out there in, in your own you know, private space as you're creating. 
How do you consistently sit down and have yourself in that place to put the pen to the paper? My rule is that it's just my job to show up. So, you know, I sound crazy, but, you know, when the muses come, the muses come and they give you what they give you. And that's great. But our job as artists is just to show up every day. So every day I go, I get my coffee, come home, drink some water. And I sit down in my studio at my piano for at least two hours, just fiddling, humming. And if nothing comes that day, nothing comes that day. But I noticed that maybe like three months into just consistently doing that. And when I say every day, I mean, every, I mean, this also brings me so much joy. So it's not work for me, but like literally sitting down every day, nine out of 10 days, I'm going to write something. And 25 out of 30 days, it's going to be bad, but it will be something. Um, so at least for me, it's just literally about consistently showing up. And when the inspiration comes, the inspiration comes, but it's about being open and in the position to receive it and to get it out. Yes. And that's for everyone listening. Like I like to parallel things with life or fitness or career. That's in everything. Just about keep showing up. I love that. It is Ryan here. And I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Um, ah. Uh. Man, it's only been 11 minutes so far into this in this yeah. episode. <laughs> Jeez, we could put the stamp on it right here. Um, let's get into being a standby as the genie. Uh, I've seen the show three times now. I love the show. And the role of the genie is just insane. Uh, the amount of energy, the amount of time you're on the stage, the amount of different talents and skills, whether it's vocal, physical, whatever, comedic, it's a beast of a role, I will say. So how do you prepare yourself to to be ready when you don't know if you have to be ready or not? How is, how is that for you when you show up to the theater each day or when you wake up and you're going to get that first cup of coffee uh, mentally? I think that... Uh, funny enough, similar to my music, most of my prep happens not there. Um, most of it is about living every day as if I'm going to be on, um, taking care of like my mental health. So that way when it does happen, I'm not like, you know, I'm just, you know, ready. Um, but truly most of it happens at home making sure I warm up in the morning, making sure that, you know, I only drink once a week during the show on our, the night of our final night leading into our day off. Um, 
just living as if you're doing the part and taking it on yourself. If, you know, if I don't do the role for, I mean, the longest time, there's one time I didn't do the part for three months and then they, I went on and Beyonce was there that night, but it was fine because even though I hadn't done it on stage in three months, every week I do the show full out for myself just to keep it in my body. Um, and of course, you mean, every time you get that text, there's like, you know, your heart jolts a little bit, no matter how, how long you've been doing it. But it, it's only stressful for me until I say that first line. And then I'm like, oh, yes. Okay. This is, this is, I know this. This is my actual job, not sitting in my dressing room. I think that's a great parallel to draw from everyone that's listening that Juan's talking about where like, all of us have been going through this pandemic and when you're going back to your first audition or first rehearsal or whatever it might be coming up this fall of uh, 2021 or maybe it's already happened, there's going to be the jitters, there's going to be the anxiety or the excitement or whatever, but when that first line comes out or that first moment, you're going to settle into what you know to be true, what you've already built as a foundation and uh yeah, I think for for me hearing that, it would put me at ease, you know, if I was a performer being anxious of making a return. I and I I think that audiences and people are always everyone's always rooting for you. You know, we strive for perfection knowing that we can't attain it. So what we end up with is just our best. And I think that that's actually what people want and people are especially in our in our industry we're so fortunate that people actually do want you to do your best always because that's what benefits them and that also brings me comfort and then my company oh my god the actors everyone it's, it's just like you know it's a big family so it feels a, a little more at home with everyone than kind of being separated in our dressing room in our own little world <laughs> waiting uh to get to be with people again yeah, that's a great reminder, just whether you're auditioning or, or going back to your company and your creative teams behind the table for rehearsals, everyone knows what everyone's gone through and, and they're rooting for you to do your best, like you just said. So um, when you step on the stage as the genie, we kind of were talking about this beforehand um, when you're on the stage. You said you kind of have a, it almost mathematically mapped out or like very strategically uh, in phases planned uh, from start to finish. How is your process for that? And uh, how did you come about like making those decisions? So I have, um, I just approach for me because I want to, especially as a standby make sure that I give the same level of performance for each show. Everyone deserves that same level of excellence. I kind of can't, I'm not frankly good enough to be one of the people who can just like whip it off on a whim. That's not how I've ever approached anything. So I have, I mean, literally mapped out and anyone in the show will tell you that my shows are pretty pretty consistent like i don't very i don't very often change uh very very much because every riff every um every gesture every everything that i do that's extra at least for me is a part of the story that i'm trying to tell so i have to keep going after that story 
And I find that each time I do it, it becomes even more honest, even more involved. But I I get that by not kind of like just going off the the rails for no purpose at all. Um, I find that at least for me, it means a little more to the audience when everything is intentional. Um, and with the voice that I have, it can just be a little easy to get kind of masturbatory and show offy. Um, and that was great for like high school. Uh, but you get to a point in, I'm in a show where everyone is talented enough to be show offy if that's what they wanted. And, you know, you get to a level in the industry where everyone can do that. And what people actually want is like truth. So if it's not really in service of the truth of the moment, then I, I I can't do it. And for me to find what extra things that were special to me that worked for those moments, I had to really sit down, not just with me, with my voice teacher, with our resident director, with our conductor, with our uh, resident conductor, and really map out just because my voice is so different from the rest of the genies. So we really had to figure out how to make it sound like me and still be the show. So we really sat down for weeks and mapped out each thing that I would do that would both fit who I am as an artist, what the show needs and what the company needs. Mm-hmm. So it's a team effort. I love that. Always in pursuit of chasing the story. That's, uh, that's awesome. All right, Juwan, uh, that's going to be the episode uh, because, I mean, frankly, I think it was like timestamp six minutes or so when I said you did a TED Talk. This was like oh. one of my this was one of my favorite episodes to date, and we've done over 100. So thank you, oh, so, thank you so much. I appreciate that. <laughs> thank you so much for your time and, and being on Bill for the Stage podcast. Uh, you're a pleasure. And um, everyone that's listening, please – uh, follow Juan on the Insta. We have his handle right in the description of this episode, as well as his website. So check out all things going on uh, with Juan Crawley. Thank you so much for being Thank on. Thank you so Bill much for having Podcast. me. I really appreciate it. I've been following you guys forever. <laughs> My pleasure. All right, everyone. That'll do it. Joe Roscoe here. Thanks for listening. If you like the podcast, please rate, subscribe, leave a comment. We'll uh, see you for the next one. Later. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Life's better with American Family Insurance. Because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com.
Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit MFM.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.